everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It is the daily for Monday, December 5th. Ohio State is officially back alive in the national championship race. They are playing Georgia in the Peach Bowl on New Year's Eve. That's Bill Landis. And there's nobody I know who's more fired up about all the opportunities in front of the Buckeyes now than Zach Boren. So I, I said, man, you got to get on here. You got to get on the podcast. You got to break down your initial thoughts on this matchup. I know it's one that you really wanted, Zach. I did really want this matchup. I think um, with the way this Ohio State season ended, Ohio State needed to make a statement. And what better way to play Georgia in Atlanta in a place that Georgia will now play for the third time? They played week one against Oregon uh, there. They Obviously, the SC championships there. So to get basically Georgia in their backyard, which is about I've, – I've went to Athens. So it's about – you fly into Atlanta, it's about an hour drive. So right in their backyard – and to be able to have the night game, which obviously they, they showed you from a TV rating standpoint, which game they thought was the bigger game, which is a Georgia-Ohio State game. So 8 p.m. New Year's Eve, what better way to make a statement against this Georgia team that everyone, after this past Saturday, thinks is unbeatable? What was down there? An 80s bar in Athens or something that you liked? A 90s bar. A uh, 90s bar, okay. Oh, 90s that sounds great. <laughs> 90s bar is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Zach, uh, Ryan Day on... Uh, Game day Saturday described this opportunity as a new lease on life for Ohio State, and I'm wonder. I want to know your perspective as a player. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe if you if you found yourself in, in a similar position before, but to go from where this team was, you know, probably five days ago, coming off of the loss to Michigan, to now having this new lease on life, what does that do for a psyche of of a team, and, and what do you think that could that could lead us to uh, in terms of what we see from the Buckeyes? Well, it's 100% a new lease on life. You know, I was never around during the college football playoff. It came just after I left. But um, knowing their feeling after the Michigan game on, you know, that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and it trickled into, into last week, how they felt to now be able to get a new opportunity, to me, it just bring, brings me back to almost 2014. And you saw how dangerous that team was in 2014. You know, they got blown out by Virginia Tech. You know, I think they were in the number six spot going into championship weekend and then beat the brakes off Wisconsin 59 nothing, and got into the fourth spot. And then next, you know, you saw what they did against Alabama and Oregon. And this is really the the last time that Ohio State's kind of had this feeling. Every other time they've made the playoff, it's kind of been like, hey, we're winning the Big Ten. We're going in. We're supposed to be taking care of business. And it has always been that way. And so uh, as a player, as a coach, you're like, man, you know, we got our, our we got our asses beat against Michigan. And now we've got an opportunity to go back and win a final four game against Georgia and then go play in the national championship game and still get those opportunities. That makes this team a dangerous team because now it's kind of like we're not going to hold anything back. It's we're going to put everything on the line. We've got nothing to lose. And Ohio State never really plays like that. You know, we talk about it all the time is that you know, when they play against uh, 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 Purdue, Wisconsin, uh, a Notre Dame, you know, even Michigan this past year, people were like, man, Michigan's expected to lose. They're coming into uh, the horseshoe. They, they took care of Ohio State last year. And Michigan plays like they've got nothing to lose. And so it's never really Ohio State that has that mindset. And I think going into this game, that's the mindset they're going to have. And it makes them a really dangerous team. Yeah, that danger, Zach, and that opportunity that's in front of them is really quite rare for Ohio State, at least in my you know, 11, 12 seasons here of covering Ohio State. I think, I'd have to double check, I think that Ohio State has only been an underdog and not won the game outright 
one time since I've covered Ohio State, and that was Alabama in the national championship game. And there were other factors that were at play there with banged up Justin Fields and Trey Sermon being hurt and COVID and all the other things. There just seems to be something about Ohio State when they have when the shoe is on the other foot and they get to be the ones on the attack and to prove something wrong and that nobody thinks they're going to win the game. That, that seems to just. I don't know. Ohio State seems to maximize that when they get those rare opportunities. And I I, I don't know why that is, um, but it certainly seems to work. Well, I, I think those opportunities are so rare because the only times it happens are in, are in situations like this. When everyone thinks, you know, Ohio State hasn't performed the way they, they ought to perform or they didn't meet the standards that they're used to meeting. And then next thing you know, hey, their backs are up against the wall and they got to come out fighting. It doesn't happen often at Ohio State, but right. when it does, they come out angry, and I think that's what we're going to see. You know, there, you and I have been talking. There's so many questions with this team, and and what that team is going to look like come that matchup on New Year's Eve. It's, you know, is Ryan Day going to be calling the plays? Which I think he will. But there's been a lot of questions about that after things kind of getting uh, sidetracked during the Michigan game. You know, mm-hmm. what's going to on on defense are they going to keep on rotating or hey going against those big uglies at georgia i mean i think everyone's seen them they live uh they live and die by being physical up front and establishing the run you got stetson bennett who's a hell of a player who can use his legs you know there's there's so many different things i mean i don't even think this should be a question but i'm sure some people are going to ask is you look at cj stroud you look at paris johnson you look at ronnie hickman who are guys that are probably walking out are are they going to play in this game? You know, some people have already, you know, I've already seen on social media, some people asking those questions. I don't think their questions are going to be asked, but it's, you know, <laughs> how much, it's how much are those guys buying into uh, finishing it off this season? You know, it's even goes back to, is JSN going to play? Is Jackson Smith and Jigba going to going to come back after, you know, a, I think a grade two hamstring? No one really knows, but obviously he's, he's got to be somewhat healthy by now. So is he going to get dialed up in, in players even worth it, worth it to him? So, um, yeah, I mean, th- there's just so many different storylines that are going into this Final Four game, and it's intriguing because that's normally never the case when you cover an Ohio State football team. I think CJ Stroud's going to play. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, just throw, throw it out there. Do, but there's some people out there who think otherwise. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get that. That's the unfortunate uh, new reality of college football, I guess. Yeah. Uh, do, do you see any similarities between Michigan and Georgia in terms of the way they operate? Um, you, you know what? I, I see similarities from the physicality standpoint. You yeah. know, they're both built big up front on the offensive line. You look at both their offensive lines, they love to run the football and and just be big and maul you. Um, and so there's some similarities with that. But other than that, I, I don't know, you know, the, the defense are kind of built a little bit different. You know, Georgia's much more uh, longer, athletic, speed-wise. Michigan's more, uh, obviously, you know, thicker, the Buffy, the Big Ten, normal defense. So, you know, from a physicality standpoint, the offense line, I can see a similarity. Maybe in the quarterback position, you know, J.J. McCarthy likes using his legs, getting on the run. But, I mean, I think Stetson Bennett runs circles around J.J. McCarthy. I think Stetson Bennett's the far superior player. So, um, yeah, there, there's not going to be many similarities. But, 
you know, Ohio State needs to strap on their pads and, and kind of go to work like they are playing a Michigan team. Because in order to beat Georgia, you got to be able to hold on to the football. You got to be able to dominate or uh, establish the run. On defense, you have to be able to stop the run. You got to get them in third and long situations. And so, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have a little bit of the similar game plan. You're going to look for uh, to do some of the same things. But from a team standpoint, personnel standpoint, I think they're drastically different. Zach, deep down, which would you have rather had? Going right back into a rematch of the game in the semifinal in the desert, and then get that, get your retribution, spend all month wanting that, and then knock Michigan out in the semifinal. Or is this path the one that you would choose and potentially playing them with the title on the line? So that's a great question because you want to why my mind has went back and forth more than my wife <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what she where she wants to go to dinner. You guys know what that. We ask your wife where she wants to go to dinner, has no idea. Her mind goes all over the place. So, <laughs> uh, you know, that's where my mind went. When I first, uh, when I first, you know, when everything happened Friday night with USC getting beat, my mind went directly to, God, I can't wait to play Georgia. We're going to get Georgia. We're going to beat them. And then I want a national championship, Ohio State, Michigan. I just want that matchup. And then as Saturday went along, you know, you saw the TCU game, you saw, uh, the way Michigan played, obviously, Saturday night. And there's just a part of you, it's like, man, you just want another lick at Michigan. You know, you thought TCU is probably the easier matchup. And you start thinking, well, if TC, you know, if Michigan gets TCU, you, you ought to think they're going to win that game. And then, you know, they're getting into the national championship. And you obviously want Ohio State. What happens if Ohio State gets beat by Georgia and you're watching the SC Championship game? You're like, man, Georgia looks really good. <laughs> so you just start going all over the place. But then Sunday comes around and I'm like, man. I want that matchup with Georgia. I think that's what I want. You know, you you look at 2014. The harder matchup was obviously going uh, uh, against Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. And what did Ohio do? They went down and took care of business. And, uh, yeah, and they won that football game. So now the, as time has went on, I'm like, man, I want Georgia. And I want to play Michigan in the national championship for all the marbles and just, just you know, get that, get that redemption, get that payback then. How crazy – uh, let's just, uh, we can't skip past Ohio State, Georgia. That's going to be insane. This month is going to be crazy. But imagine what the next week will be like if it's Ohio State, oh, Michigan man. for the title and the whole podcast crew is out there in Los Angeles getting ready. I mean, my God. Man, I, I don't know. You know what? Uh, the You know, everyone, uh, I know I used to complain when it was like Georgia, Alabama, the national championship game, right? <laughs> I'm like, why does everyone want to see two SEC teams? What the hell? But now that I'm in this position, I'm like, well, hell, there would be a little bit of a draw with two Big Ten teams. But then you think about the biggest rivalry in all of sports, right? And you had 17.3 million viewers on the Saturday of Thanksgiving Day weekend at a noon game. What are you going to get at 8 p.m.? You know, it's the only college football game on with Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, it might break all-time records for viewership. I mean, that game will be so massively big and there will be so much at stake outside of just the national championship, which is so weird because you think playing for a national championship, everything's at stake. But then knowing the rivalry behind it, knowing they've never played twice in one year, knowing uh, kind of what's transpired over the past couple of years, God, that would be fun. We'd have some cocktails enjoying that one, boys. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm... I'm certainly in favor of it if it gets to that point. We'll see what happens in the Peach Bowl. Bill, anything else on your mind? 
No, I'm just uh, I'm excited for for the build up to a playoff game. Uh, I'm excited that we don't have to break down Ohio State Michigan just yet. I, I was always in favor of it. that game was going to happen again, making a national championship. So I'm kind of glad that's where we are, and I'm really pumped to see Ohio State Georgia. Zach was kind of hoping that Ohio State was going to the Orange Bowl because he was already going to be in South Florida for New Year's. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Playoff instead. I would rather us be in the Final Four, but you're right. It, I would have been. I would have been really upset if you would have told me that like last Monday or Tuesday. You know, I'd be really. <laughs> as the week went along and I started to get over my tears that I had from last weekend, I was starting to come to peace with you know Ohio State, Tennessee, or Ohio State, Clemson, and uh, in the Orange Bowl. Down in South Florida, but it's all right. I'll be watching from – I'm not going to go to the Final Four game, believe it or not. I normally always do, but I'm not going. I'll be in South Florida then. So if anyone's down in South Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, let me know. You can come over to the house New Year's Eve. We'll put on a party. We'll watch the game. Uh, so I'm banking on the Buckeyes taking care of business and then getting out to L.A. and, and seeing them in person out there. Zach, we're building a pretty big audience for the podcast. I'm not sure you want to send that invitation <laughs> out to the whole world, but – I guess I have been to a boring tailgate, so you're not a pr- you're not afraid to party. No, we're not afraid to party. We don't discriminate on the amount of people that we have at the house, so it's uh yeah, <laughs> we're, we'll we'll have some fun. And you know, we've been in Fort Lauderdale for for a, a little while, for a number of years now, and I've never found an Ohio State bar down there. Never found anything. So, uh, oh. yeah, but Buckeye people, man, can, yeah, re- reach out to the podcast <laughs> if you're down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, you'll be down there watching the final. <laughs> All right, drop drop some comments for Zach or hit him up on Twitter, Zborn44, or he'll be back for some Buckeye cues. You'll he's easy to find. He's out I mean, there. <laughs> we'll have a lot more updates. And of course, with that, with Zach as the month goes on as we get ready for Ohio State, Georgia, December 31st in the Peach Bowl. This has been the podcast daily. Uh, we're obviously excited about this next step. It's a new lease on life for everybody and a new <laughs> lease on coverage for this month ahead. It sure as hell beats the alternative of getting ready for a scrimmage in South Beach that nobody was in favor of. Uh, hey, you could have hung out the house, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. Other than that, yeah. um, the, the game itself, no thanks. But, yeah, I did miss out on that opportunity. I'll just have to find some other way to make up for it later. Uh, for Zach and Bill, I am Austin. This has been the Podcast Daily. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you later on.